Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 99 of the Property Magic Podcast, which is all about observing the masses and doing the opposite. Most property investors just do what every other property investor is doing and wonder why they're struggling to find great property deals. To find really good deals, you need to think differently and you need to act differently from every other investor. Now, you will have heard of some of the things I'm going to share with you on this podcast today, but I thought it's really useful to summarize them in this way just to show you how you need to be different from other people. Now, I'm not sure where this quote of observe the masses and do the opposite comes from. I think Warren Buffett, the great US stock investor, might have said it before. I know James Kahn, the UK entrepreneur, has certainly written an article about it. And more recently, one of my most successful students and graduates, Daniel Hill, the founder of Property Entrepreneur, is always talking about this, in particular during COVID, where most people panic, but actually there were some amazing opportunities if you observed the masses and did the opposite. So let me now give you these eight points that I want to share with you that demonstrate this point. So first of all, I always tell my students to look for sellers, not for property. You see, most investors, they go online, they look for great property deals in the area, they then try and make low offers, and they wonder why almost all of those offers are refused. And often they get frustrated and they give up and try and do something else. The reality is they're not asking the right people. Most sellers are not motivated. And we're looking for the 5% who are truly motivated. And so we want to look for those motivated sellers and then work out if the property they've got is something we want to take on or not. Now, one way of finding motivated sellers is actually advertising to attract those people to you. And point number two here is that you should not stop your marketing and advertising. What many people do, particularly during the holiday season, in the summer, and also at winter time, they stop advertising because they think, well, everyone's off on holiday, no one's going to see my marketing and advertising, so I won't bother doing it. That's the very reason you should be doing it, because not as many people are marketing during the summer, so you should absolutely keep up with your marketing activity, because then you will stand out from the competition who are not bothering to do it. So number two, Don't stop marketing and advertising looking for these motivated sellers. Point number three is ask estate agents how you can help them get rid of the property that they're struggling to sell. You see, what most investors do, they go in, they're looking for the great discounted deals or the properties that need renovating. Everybody's asking that. Instead of thinking just about you, Why don't you think about the agent? How can you help the agent? After all, one of the keys to building a relationship with an agent is they want to work with people they like. And if you're going in trying to help them, that's going to help build some reciprocation with them. So ask agents how you can help them get rid of properties that they can't sell. Number four is don't try and buy property in the room at property auctions. A lot of amateur investors go to auctions to try and pick up great deals. And sometimes there are good bargains available. The problem is 
because they widely advertise these and lots of people attend them either physically or online, you're competing with lots of other people. And very often you might end up paying more for a property than you would if you actually bought it outside of the auction. So don't try and buy in the room on the day. If you want to buy at auction, I believe the best time is either before the auction, you can make an offer and you have to complete within auction terms and conditions, which is normally within 28 days, or even better, after an auction when a property has not sold. That seller put the property into the auction because they wanted a quick transaction. Normally, once it sells in the room, it completes within 28 days. If that hasn't happened, they're going to think, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to get rid of this property. They're going to be more open to some creative solutions. So if you're going to buy at auction, don't do it in the room like most people. Do it after the auction. Number five is Try and help the seller of the property solve their problem rather than trying to sell to them. Many investors think they have to try and convince the owner to sell their property at a discounted rate or try and convince them to do a purchase option or vendor finance. Whereas in reality, we want to find out what's going on for the seller. What are their circumstances? What's their situation? What's important to them? And how can we help them achieve what they want to achieve? The great Zig Ziglar once said, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. So put yourself in the shoes of the seller, try and empathize what's going through their mind, what's happening for them, and try and come up with a great solution that's going to help them solve their problem. Number six is don't get fixated with one strategy. Keep an open mind. Very often when people learn about a strategy such as HMOs or service accommodation or or something like purchase these options, they try and make every deal fit that strategy. Well, the reality is not every deal is going to work for a purchase lease option. So instead of going in thinking I can I just want to do this one strategy and if it doesn't work, I'm not going to do this deal. Keep an open mind. Really, you should have a toolkit of strategies that you can use in different circumstances and you use the correct tool, the correct strategy based on the circumstance of the seller to help solve their problem, which relates to the previous point. So have an open mind. Don't go in with blinkered tunnel vision thinking I have to do a deal this way. Many people might be looking for rent-to-rent properties, which is a fantastic strategy where you take on someone else's property that they're struggling to rent out for some reason. You rent it out properly and you make a difference between what you pay the landlord, which is not normally the full rent, and you charge the full rent or even more by improving the property and you make a margin on what you pay the landlord the difference of what you can rent to someone else. So it's a great strategy, works particularly well in expensive areas, works well for new investors. A lot of experienced investors do it as well. Instead of buying a property, you know, they just get the profit from it. Fantastic. But if you're just thinking, I only want to do rent to rent, you're closing down your mind to the possibilities of, well, what if this person wants to sell a property? Now, you might think, well, I'm doing rent to rent because I don't have the money to buy the property or, you know, I don't have the deposit or I can't get a mortgage. And maybe that's why you're doing rent to rent. But actually, it might be a great purchase. And even if you don't have the money, there might be someone else, who you know, through your network meetings or the property training events you're going to. Great place to meet other investors who might want to fund deals and might do a joint venture or people you could sell the deal to. So always go in with an open mind. Make sure you're not being too tunnel visioned. Number seven is always follow up with sellers and estate agents after making offers. Now, it's really important because when you make an offer, 
it might be rejected. In fact, we want the offer to be rejected. If someone, you make an offer and they accept it, well, guess what? You've paid too much. So we kind of want our offers to be rejected. Then we say, okay, that didn't work for you. What would work for you? And sometimes just coming up a few thousand pounds seals the deal. But sometimes they're just not motivated enough yet. Now, what most investors do, they make an offer, it's rejected, they forget about that property. That's a big mistake because, as we all know, sellers become more motivated with time. So it's really important to make sure if we make an offer that's rejected with an owner or with an agent, we follow up because that seller might become more motivated and suddenly might be open to something which they rejected previously. And number eight is you need to get your funds ready to invest. You will not believe the number of investors who I've told this to, and they might have equity in a property they're going to release. And they say, well, I don't really want to release the money and have it sitting in my bank costing me money because I've got to pay the interest. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to find a great deal, then I'll release the equity, or then I'll find a joint venture partner, um, and then I'll do the deal. The problem is it takes too long to release equity or takes too long to find a joint venture partner, and that investor then loses uses that great deal. So my recommendation to you, which is what most people don't do, unfortunately, is get your funds ready to invest first. If you are remortgaging a property, start the process immediately to get the money ready. If you are looking for funds from other people, joint venture partners or investors, start looking for that money now before you find a great deal. So when you find a great deal, you can move really quickly. So this is all about thinking differently and acting differently from the average investor. Because you don't want to be an average investor. You want to be an above average investor and get fantastic results. So just to summarize these eight points for you one more time. First of all, number one, we look for sellers, not property. Number two, don't stop marketing and advertising. Keep it going consistently. Number three, ask estate agents how you can help them to get rid of property they can't sell. Number four, don't try and buy in the room on the day at a property auction. Number five, help the seller rather than trying to sell to them. Number six, don't get fixated with one particular strategy. Keep an open mind. Number seven, always follow up with sellers and estate agents because they become more motivated with time. And number eight, get your funds ready to invest. I do hope that there's been a useful summary of some of these points about how you can think differently by what everyone else is doing. Now, the next episode is our 100th edition, and I've got something very, very special planned for you. So make sure you look out for that next 100th edition coming out very soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, I've got a request and also a recommendation. The first is the recommendation. If you've liked it, why don't you subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you get notified every Tuesday when the next edition comes out. And secondly is the request. If you like this, I would be really grateful if you could give me a five-star review and explain what you got out of this particular podcast. If you look at the podcast and a list of all the episodes, scroll right down to the bottom and normally there's a place where you can leave a comment, put a five-star review and say why you enjoyed this. And then hopefully other people will see this podcast and they will also benefit from this completely free information I provide every single week. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge invest with skill.
Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.